Hello, everybody. Yes, it's that time again. Waggle City, the Waggle, episode six. Thanks for joining. We appreciate you guys listening. Hey, this has been a blast. Honest to goodness. Uh, love talking CFL football. Uh, love that you guys participate. And we're having a great time doing this. Uh, I'm without my partner, James Sabalski, this week. Still on vacation. He will be back next week. But I'm going to do this on the solo. That's more time for me to talk. You know I love talking. Let's jump right to it. Montreal, big night in Montreal this week. Classy, classy organization. Um, uh, recognizing Ben Cahoon, one of the greats. The Alouettes hang number 86 up in the rafters for good. And then the Alouettes go on to hang 40 on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Great night in Montreal. Great win for the Alouettes. Ben Cahoon, his family, uh, amazing night. Uh, it was great to see. Uh, congratulations to Ben uh, from all the CFL fans who, who watched him over the years. Um, what, a, what a gutsy player. Um, just seemed to make every clutch catch all the time for so long and with such consistency. Uh, ben Cahoon, congratulations on a monster career. Alouette's offense looking like it might be starting to get going a bit. Uh, speaking of getting going, Winnipeg Blue Bombers put a 30 spot on the Edmonton Eskimos with Matt Nichols under center for the first time this season. They could take it over for Drew Willie. I don't know if this is the coming out party for the Blue Bombers offense or this is just the fact that everyone drops a 30 spot on the Eskies this season. But regardless, big win for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They're at home this week, Wednesday night, Hamilton coming to town. A quick turnaround for them and a chance for this th these Winnipeg fans to take a look at this new improved offense is putting up some points. So let's see if that continues this week. Speaking of putting up points, BC. BC Lions go into Calgary and absolutely smash the Calgary Stampeders. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Not so fast. <laughs> don't, don't call it a comeback. Bo's been doing it for years. Bo Levi Mitchell. Oh, my goodness. Two minutes and 19 seconds left in this football game. Calgary down 41 to 26. It's over. It's over. Bo comes back. Two touchdowns, a two-point conversion. Takes it into OT. Beats the BC Lions 44-41 in overtime. That hurts. Ouch. That's a huge that's a huge loss, a tough loss for the BC football team. Uh, Jonathan Jennings looked great. I mean, I, I know it's a loss, and I know that there's no moral victories in professional football, and that's the first thing that, that Wally is telling the boys. But I tell you, uh, as a fan, which most of us are, regardless of who's your team, who your team is, you love to see great football and, and star players in this league. This kid's going to be one of them. Jonathan Jennings, I love his game. He went into Calgary. Uh, on the road, and 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 moved the football, football made plays. I mean, he put up 41. I mean, he threw two really bad interceptions at the end of the game. But that's what you'll get with a with a with a young quarterback. Sometimes you take the good with the bad. This man's ceiling is way up there. He he makes plays with his legs. He throw. He's got a big arm. 
He's uh, he, he's a composed kid. Uh, by by all accounts, he's a leader. Um, the guys love him anyway. He, Jonathan Jennings looked great, but the Calgary Stampeders are a championship football team with a quarterback who is a great cup MVP and one of the best to do it. And uh, he's tough to beat. So so uh, you know, kudos kudos on both ends. Kudos uh, for Jonathan Jennings and had in the BC Lions a gutsy performance. But kudos for Calgary Stampeders to not give up and to come back and mount a championship-type comeback in a big game. Move to Toronto, Ottawa. There is a quarterback controversy this week with the Toronto-Ottawa game. Yes, I know people keep on talking about it. The quarterback controversy with Kilgore. Logan Kilgore. Big con- no, you thought I was going to talk about Hank. I'm, I'm done talking about the Hank Burris, the Hank Burris, uh, Trevor Harris controversy. I'm done talking about it. I'm joking. Logan Kilgore looked great. There's no controversy, people. Unless you think there is, you want to start one, hit me up on Twitter. Let us know there's a big controversy that Ricky Ray's in jeopardy. But uh, more importantly, Logan Kilgore steps in for Ricky Ray, a big second half, goes into Ottawa and beats the Red Blacks. That's big time. And uh, he put up some good numbers, 300, 300 plus yards. Um, you know, he only had one touchdown, but uh, moved the ball, um, and, uh, and and got his team a win. That's and that's big time. Uh, they'll they'll be off this week to rest some of those injuries, uh, but a big win for the Toronto Argonauts, who are number one in the East and number one in the CFL. Who would have thought after the first week getting thumped by Hamilton at home? that after six weeks, they will be the number one team in the Canadian Football League, the Toronto Argos. Let's take a quick blast around the CFL. If you love quarterbacks like I do, that's my that's my quarterback. Well, if that's your quarterback, if Zach Kolesh is your quarterback, you're happy. Zach is back at practice this week. And could be back as soon as next week playing. Good news for Ticat fans. Also, that's my quarterback, Darian Durant. Looks like he's going to play this week. Big news. Big news because we all know how Saskatchewan Rough Riders have been without Double D over the past couple years. He's back. No Dressler in Winnipeg this week. No Ryan Smith. No Darvin Adams. Matt Nichols. No chance. Out your three biggest weapons against the Orlando Steinhauer defense. I seriously doubt it, but that's why they play the game. Another news, the replays. Here's the deal. Defensive pass interference, and I sent out a tweet about this, and this was first talked about by Dwayne Ford from TSN, who I think says it perfectly. Bang, bang calls of pass interference is a bang, bang timing call. You could call pass interference every single snap if if you're worried about a bang-bang timing call. If you have to slow it down, and this is what Dwayne Ford said, if you have to go to instant replay, which everything goes to replay, we talk about that, that's fine replaying it, but if you have to slow-mo it to see if the DB was there point of a second earlier, too early, it's not pass interference. That's impossible. So if you have to slow-mo it, to see if the timing is not right on the defensive back part, let's wipe it out so we're not having defensive pass interference calls 
every series because that's just not what's good for the game. They'll figure that out. The league will figure that out. I'm certain. I'm certain it will get changed soon to make sure that's clear. And, and that's just that's just getting it right. So far, the league's been getting it right with these hits to the quarterback. Another thing that's hit the replay, we saw a great play yesterday. It looked like the quarterback's head snapped back, but the defender got his head out of the way, made an effort to get out of the way, hit him in the shoulder. It was ruled a, a, a non a non unnecessary roughness call. That's getting it right, and it seems like it seems like the league's been getting it right a lot this year. So so big ups to the league uh, on with the replays. I love it because the calls, the refs are doing a great job. Uh, yes, sure, the game might be going a little little bit longer, but I'll take a few minutes longer for for having the game, having the calls right, and and uh, and getting it, and getting it done properly. And that will speed up over time as we get used to it. It will speed up. Uh, and we'll get the games going faster. But kudos to the league for for getting it right. That's that's what I want to say about that because it's been irking me about that pass interference. But we'll get that all figured out. Let's get into these games this week. The first one we got is a Wednesday night kickoff, which I love. I don't have to wait all week to get to get my games going. Wednesday night in Winnipeg, the Hamilton Tiger Cats will come into Winnipeg and face Matt Nichols. And without his weapons, now this this is a, this is a tall task um, against the Hamilton defense and Orlando Steinhauer, who is very creative. Uh, without the weapons here, this is going to be a tough task. This is going to be the last start um, for Jeremiah Masoli uh, before before Zach Caleros comes back. So I, I expect a big performance from him. This is his this is his chance to show what he can do uh, one last time before Zach gets the peel back um, next week. I expect a big performance from Masoli. And let's see what happens with Nichols uh, without the weapons. That's going to be tough uh, for any quarterback. Um, Wednesday night, that's an 8.30 Eastern kickoff. And then Thursday night, we got BC traveling across the world to Montreal. Long flight, uh, short week for the British Columbia Lions after a real tough, real tough loss. And a Montreal team who put up some points. That was the, That's the big problem in Montreal. Is and it's been that way for for at least at least at least since Anthony's been gone. That's been a problem. This defense is full of veterans. It's full of playmakers. Um, has been has been carrying this team, but the offense just can't seem to get to get anything going. That changed this last week. They put up forty one. Uh, I mean that's a big performance. Let's see what happens here. Jonathan Jennings, how does he bounce back? After this, this is difficult. He he threw two bad interceptions, ended his game on a on a sour note, uh, and, and I don't think I don't think he'll have any hangover from that. He seems like a very even keel kid, who young man, uh, even keel young man who who uh, he doesn't get too high with the highs and probably doesn't get too low with the lows. Uh, and I expect I expect him to bounce back. Should be a good football game in Montreal Thursday night. Uh, also Thursday, that's a doubleheader Thursday, uh, and that's going to be Saskatchewan at Calgary. Uh, all signs pointing to Double D back in action. Uh, we'll see how he looks. Uh, you know, like we saw with Hank last week, uh, could be some rust uh, on Darian Durant, um, but we'll see. It's just good to have him back. Uh, that offense needs him. Um, this team needs him. Uh, one and four start uh, for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And they'll be going into Calgary to a team that's probably got some confidence. I mean, it's uh, it wasn't pretty for Calgary, um, but when you win ugly, um, it almost gives you more confidence because you know that you you won the game, you pulled it off, 
and you didn't play your best. And you don't want to make those mistakes again. Um, you don't want to come out flat down the down what 18-1 to the Lions. Uh, I expect I expect Calgary to, to you know kind of a wake up call like hey we can't we can't just sleep like that. But if we do, we have faith that we can get it done um, when we need to kind of turn it on and off. And that's what good teams do. Good teams can you know. And I was on those Anthony Calvillo teams in Montreal, and you know we could go down two touchdowns and and kind of look at each other. The vets on the sidelines can kind of look at each other and be like, all right, let's go. Let's go. And I think, you know, Calgary, I think Calgary has that, and especially Bo. Bo Levi Mitchell has that about him. Um, he has that, you know, all right, it's cool. I got you. And you can kind of see it in him last game uh, as they started to mount the comeback. You could kind of see the confidence building in him, or if it wasn't building in him, he already had it. But you could see how confident he was that, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to come back. So um, Saskatchewan and Calgary, tough task, tough task for Saskatchewan, um, but Glad to see Darian Durant back in that matchup. And the last game of the week is Saturday evening in the nation's capital with two teams who coming off real disappointing performances in week six, uh, especially especially uh, the great Henry Burris, who was, let's just, let's just put it out there, he was awful uh, last week. He was awful, and, and I don't expect a performance like that from him again. He is an extremely proud guy, extremely um, competitive, and guess what, guys? He's going against the Edmonton Eskimos fence, e-fence. Yes, the Edmonton Eskimos e-fence. Uh, get it? No D, e-fence? Oh. <laughs> yes, he's going to put up a whole boatload of points on, on the Eskimos e-fence. This week, uh, I expect him to slang the ball all around the park. I expect him to score a lot of points and, and in a bounce-back game. I mean, who knows when Trevor Harris comes back. Um, reports are he's, he's early. He's ahead of schedule. And Hank wants that job. I mean, he he'll might say that it's, a, you know, it's not competitive or whatever, whatever it may be or, or, you know, they're a two-headed monster or whatever it is. Hank wants that job, and it's his job this year um, – you know, as Trevor will take over next season, but he wants he wants that job right now, and he wants to show. There was some booze in the crowd last week um, during during that game, which which surprised me. But that's a, that's a that's a proud fan base and a, and a and a fan base that's passionate. So uh, you know, there'll be there was booze last week, but guys, uh, the Rough Rider fans, guess what? Um, There'll be a lot of cheers this week because Edmonton's, Edmonton's coming in town. So here we go. But Mike Riley will also, I believe, Mike will get his. I believe that, you know, uh, this, this, this Edmonton offense, can, can look, at, look at the numbers that Mike has put up. He'll get his, but I just don't think it'll be enough, um, enough to overcome the deficiencies in that defense. And I don't see anything changing in the near future. It's, this defense is, is battered and bruised, and, and, and they, just don't have, they just don't have the goons, and the, they don't have the guys to get it done. NFL cuts coming soon. Believe there's going to be a whole lot of turnover uh, in that defense. Uh, coach Benavidez is a, is a good coach. I think he needs – he'll take his part of the blame, but I think he needs some more, some more guys, some more dogs in that defense, and, and, uh, and I'm sure Ed Hervey and that staff will, will find those guys for him. Um, that's, that's the wrap. That's the, that's a quick breakdown of the games this week. Um, it should be a great week of football, uh, starting off Wednesday night, which I love. 
I don't have to wait to the weekend to watch football. And uh, we'll see you guys next week, or we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Hit us up on all social media platforms. That James Sabalski at David Sanchez at CFL. Um, yeah, enjoy the week, guys, and thank you for being a part of the Waggle. We love it, and we appreciate it. Cheers. <laughs>